Hello, America. This is your president, Donald J. Donald J. Trump, and you're listening to the worst. This podcast is the worst. It's horrible. Don't listen. Listen to Trump's podcast. It's the best. It's good. I say good things. A lot of good things. This nerd podcast. It's horrible. It's awful. It's probably from China, for all we know. It's uh, Enter the Nerd Zone, hosted by Jay. Don't listen, please. All right. Well, big thanks to our president there for such a glowing endorsement. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Prez. All righty. You have entered the nerd zone. And what are we going to be talking about today? Well, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a curveball, change of pace here. I'm going to be talking about role play aspects or role play elements in sports video games. So if you uh, love playing sports games uh, on your consoles, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, maybe like role-playing games, uh, games like Skyrim, Dragon's Dogma, things like that. Uh, hopefully this podcast will interest you because, um, well, I'll explain why. I'll explain why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, I'm a big nerd, as we all know. Uh, I love video games. Uh, I can recall seeing Pong in an arcade way back when and just being mesmerized by it. Pong. A bunch of blips, two paddles, a little blip going in between, boop, boop, boop. Totally amazed by it. I remember the initial release of the Atari 2600. I remember begging my parents to get me the Atari 2600. I remember them telling me no. I remember Intellivision, ColecoVision, uh, Nintendo and all its uh, versions. Um, My first gaming system ever is I bought my friend's uh, Sega Genesis. He then went on to become my roommate. So I pretty much paid him so he could play his own Sega. Um, I got the PS1, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I love playing many different types of video games. Uh, I also love playing sports video games. Uh, Madden, FIFA, uh, EA Sports used to have a ton of games. They've kind of dropped off. Uh, they're still around, but the quality of their games has really gone downhill. Um so that's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to be talking about how sports games for me got a lot more interesting when they incorporated elements of role play, uh, role playing elements to it, character development, things like that. So um, let's start with how this became of interest to me. Um, my daughter, a uh, big gamer, she has the uh, Nintendo Wii, she's got the 360, and she has the Xbox One. So when she got the uh, Xbox 360, I, uh, you know, I'm playing some of the games. Uh, she and I like a lot of the same games, but, you know, I want to start playing sports games again. Uh, it had been a while, and the attraction for me for playing sports games, you know, I love sports. Um, I played baseball, I played football, I played basketball, all the way up through high school. And, you know, pretty much in high school, very early on, I came to the conclusion, this is not going to be my career. Uh, I am not going to be, you know, the next Dr. J. I'm not going to be the next, uh, you know, Daryl Strawberry, Phil Sims. No, the athletic ability is just not there. So I kind of channeled that through sports games. Uh, Madden was a big one for me. Um, I think EA Sports put that out. They put out Madden. They also put out, like, NCAA football, World Cup soccer. Um, There were some basketball games. There were some hockey games out there, and I enjoyed them. And once they started letting you kind of create your own player and inserting it into the game, inserting it on a team, 
that kind of upped it for me because uh, I'd start creating players. Uh, I would create a player, give them like all 99 stats and everything, um, stick my name on their jersey, and I was starting quarterback for the New York Giants. Uh, I was a left winger for the New York Rangers. Uh, I was the starting power forward for the New York Knicks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and that was fun. And, uh, you know, then my gaming kind of tailed off. You know, uh, like I said, the PS1 was sort of the last system that I had bought until my daughter started getting into video games. Uh, and we got her uh, the Nintendo Wii and then the 360 and, you know, eventually the Xbox One. She still has all three systems, by the way. She plays all three systems. Um, but that's a separate podcast. Maybe she'll come on the podcast with me one time and talk about her love of video games. That would really be cool. But we're talking sports games. So where did it begin for me? So she has the Xbox 360. I want to play sports games. Uh, I go to my local library. Yes, my local library rented video games. Uh, you could borrow them for two weeks. You paid about a dollar. It was a steal. Um, and I got NBA 2K12. Figured, all right, let me start there. Uh, I got it home, and, oh, okay, I can create my own player. Great. So I go in there, and I give the player my name, and I make him a center, and this and that, and I start to play, and I realize, hold on, let me go back. Let me change this up a bit. Because they had a feature where, you know, you would start to type in your name, and it would recommend names for you. And the reason they did that is because they had programmed these names in the announcer could call them. So obviously my last name was not one of them. So they would just refer to me by the, the nickname that I gave myself. So I saw all these first and last names that the announcers, um, the, play -by -play, the play by play announcers and the uh, arena announcer could actually pronounce. So I created a character. Uh, I made myself a center uh, from Croatia, and pretty much the way the game began, the way the My Player uh, version began is you played in a uh, college all-star game shortly before the draft, sort of uh, showing off for scouts, things like that. Uh, at halftime, it would kind of tell you based on your play, uh, you're doing this really well, try playing defense better, try rebounding more, things like that. Uh, you're probably projected to be drafted uh, anywhere from 10 to 20th, whatever. End of the game, three teams would come up to you. They would have these cutscenes where you would have a little interview with um, a team representative. They didn't really say if it's like the general manager or whoever. It's a team representative from three potential teams that are going to draft you. And they would ask you basic questions, you know, what type of offense do you like to play, um, personality kind of question. They were just like kind of really random questions. You can kind of give some really, you know, general answers. Um, and usually the last question they would kind of ask you would be about the team itself. Like the Indiana Pacers, the guy could say, you know, hey, look, coming to play in Indiana, we're a small market. We don't have the lure of like a Los Angeles or New York. How do you feel about playing in a small market? And you could say, God, I've always wanted to play for the Indiana Pacers. Or whatever, I'll take whatever I could get, or I never want to play for your team ever. Um, you go through these three interviews, and then the draft comes, and they go through the draft, and you see where you're selected, and you're almost always selected by, you're, you're always selected by one of the three teams that uh, interviewed you. Uh, then you play the game. Um, you kind of started off, you know, at a 
sort of like a basic level. And as you, you earned what they call VC, virtual currency, which MBA 2K uses all the way up into its current form, which is MBA 2K18. Uh, and you can use the virtual currency to sort of buy uh, attributes. You can make yourself better. You can go from a bench warmer all the way up to a starting player. And after every game, whether you played two minutes or you were a starter, uh, you would have a press conference. And, you know, again, they're asking you kind of generic questions. And really, based on your answers, you could either sort of improve your rating with your teammates, sort of like the team chemistry. Uh, you know, you could either improve it or decrease it. Uh, you can improve or decrease your uh, loyalty with the fans, things like that. And, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, the next couple of versions, uh, 2K13, 2K14, they slowly built on that. So we get the Xbox One. NBA 2K16 comes out, and they kind of make an announcement that, hey, listen, this year, my player, we're doing something different. Spike Lee is directing it, uh, and it's called, you know, the my player is called Living the Dream. Uh, it's a Spike Lee joint. And basically what it was was, you know, your player – uh, kind of gets thrown into this story. Uh, basically, you're this high school superstar living in Harlem. Uh, you have a twin sister. Um, and your nickname is Da Freak. They, uh, actually, you know, in a cutscene, your, your mother kind of explains that your nickname is Frequency Vibration. She tells why. It's kind of a lame story. Um, so everybody calls you Freak or Da Freak. Um, and it's a lot of cutscenes. It's a movie. Uh, you really don't have much say in it, but it really kind of added to the whole my player character. So it really added to, you know, it kind of started adding role play elements to it. You know, you could design your character, you could design their look, um, you could choose their position, you could kind of give yourself some attributes like, uh, okay, you know, I choose to be a center. Do I want to be more defensive? Do I want to be more offensive? Do I want to be, like, a stretch big? Do I want to be a post-up player? You know, you kind of choose one of these uh, player types, and then based on that, certain attributes you can maximize, others you can't. So, you know, if I'm a post-up player, I can't maximize my three-point shooting. But if I'm a stretch big, I could maximize my three-point shooting, but – Maybe I can't maximize my defense, things like that. Uh, and like I said, it pretty much was a movie. There were tons and tons of cutscenes, which was a huge complaint about it. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed it the first playthrough because it was an interesting story. Uh, it was kind of loosely based on Spike Lee's movie For the Love of the Game, I believe, which was the Denzel Washington Ray Allen movie. Uh, if I got the wrong movie, guys, please correct me. Um, so much so that if you ever watch that movie, it's a great movie. If you ever watch that movie, <clears throat> there's sort of like a scene where um, Ray Allen plays this kid. He's a, he's a phenomenal basketball player from Harlem uh, by the name of Jesus Shuttlesworth. And all these agents come up to him, you know, desperate to sign him, and they're all throwing their pitch at him. And there's this one uh, agent called Dom Pagnotti who does this whole speech about uh, platinum and diamonds, platinum and diamonds, like, uh, you know, Look for it on YouTube, uh, Dom Pagnotti, Diamonds and Platinum. Um, so anyway, the actor that actually played Dom Pagnotti comes back. He's motion captured in this as Super Agent Dom Pagnotti, 
so much so he does the whole diamonds of platinum speech again it's absolutely amazing um but again you really have no choices in it you sit there you watch a movie uh like i said a lot of people complained about it i kind of liked it in its first go around it was an interesting story um so much so that my daughter who kind of likes basketball got into it uh my wife would sit there and watch us play and she would look up and she would say like are you guys watching a movie what is this and we said no it's for a video game she actually watched it and she actually enjoyed the little cutscenes and the little interactions and things like that so every year from two, NBA 2K16 to its current version which is NBA 2K18 they they slowly improve the my player they give you a lot more flexibility a lot more choices there's lots more things that you could do um you always have uh from like i said from uh 2K16 right up to 2K18 you always have sidekicks uh in 2K16 uh it's your twin sister i forget her name you also have a best friend named Vic who's basically a degenerate <laughs> um he gets into a lot of trouble play the game you'll find out um 2K17 your player is again he's a phenomenal sought after uh high school player um you find out through the story that his father who was a firefighter passed away uh, a few years back fighting fires so you're very close to your high school coach you're very close to your mom who you only hear on the phone and i could tell you why they did that the reason they did that is in 2K16 you're playing a family in East Harlem it's a spike lee movie the family is black you're creating your own player so it would be kind of funny you would create a player that's white or asian or hispanic looking sitting in the middle of this black family and they're calling you son you know things like that it was kind of funny so they they kind of had the mom on the phone so you never so no and no matter what kind of player character you made yourself to look like it would kind of fit like you know it wouldn't seem really ridiculous or anything like that um So, you know, you have all these you know, you're close to your high school coach, uh you you see yourself getting a girlfriend in college. Uh when you get to the NBA, uh no matter what team you get signed on, there's a guy that gets gets picked in the second round who was a very good college player, but he kind of fell to the second round. His name is Justice Young and he's actually played by Michael B. Jordan uh from Creed from that amazing fantastic four movie he said with air quotes and tons of sarcasm um he like i said he plays justice young who goes on to become your best friend there's a lot of dialogue options between the two of you they slowly and slowly expand it so currently we're at nba 2k18 which i have and i'm currently playing and i am loving the my player feature on it so like i said this podcast is really about role playing elements in sports games so Again, let me let me talk about that a little bit. So like I said, NBA the NBA 2K series slowly increases your role playability. Um current version 2K18, you're choosing your player type. Uh you choose your position and then there's two player you could choose two player types, a primary and a secondary. So again, I choose to be a center. Uh my primary uh sort of play attribute could be a rebounding. I want to be a rebounding center. and my secondary attribute is maybe I want to be a three-point shooter. So again, it kind of affects um you know how you can maximize your stats, certain stats you can and can't maximize. But that's a great feature. Of course, you can customize the look of your player. Um and again, you know, you get an agent, you have a best friend. Uh the best friend is amazing. Her name is B Fresh. 
that's a podcast in itself. Uh, I would just say go to YouTube, NBA 2K18, B, the letter B, fresh. Look it up. I'm sure they got tons of clips. Be fresh. Amazing. Uh, again, whatever team you get drafted on or you, you um, go to, there's sort of a veteran player there that takes you under his wing. His name is Shammy Wells. Uh, so you interact with him. You interact with the assistant coach. You interact with the guy that cleans the floor. Uh, they call him Little Jug. There's tons of interactions you could do with him. And the thing is, is, is these interactions that you do kind of affect the story. They affect, you know, decisions you make sort of affect, uh, you know, certain endorsements that you can or cannot get. Um, you know, they affect your team chemistry. They affect whether or not you're going to be traded, things like that. And like I said, it just it kind of adds that extra element. It kind of takes it from the days of when I just used to kind of make a player character, put my name on him, and then I just kind of imagine, wow, what would it be like to play for the Knicks or to play for the Giants and something like that and kind of make the story up in my head? Well, now the story is out there for me on the screen. And 2K Sports is really great at doing that. Um, every year it gets better and better. Their WWE series, the same thing. They're my player thing. Um, I last one I played was uh, WWE 2K17. I haven't played 2K18 uh, just because I'm the type of gamer. I don't like to get a ton of games and kind of play one for a little bit and put it away. I like I, I kind of like to focus on one or two games at a time. That's my play style. Play games how you like. I'm not telling you, um, but. You know, the, the My Player feature in the WWE 2K series is great. You know, again, there's tons of customizations. You can get managers. You can kind of, am I going to be a heel? Am I going to be a face? Um, 2K17 was awesome because they actually had um, where you can come out and cut promos. Uh, and based on the, the choices that you made, you know, are you getting a lot of heat from the crowd? Is the crowd just kind of sitting on their hands? Uh, you could challenge somebody. You could call somebody. I could call out AJ Styles and come out and just have a battle of the mics with him, uh, start a feud with him. And I think 2K18 is going to expand on that. I haven't gotten WWE 2K18 yet. Um, when I do, another podcast? Sure. Why not? Um, and it's really starting to catch on. I know the latest Madden is trying to do something like that, and I heard it's really not going too well. But, hey, it's their first try. NBA 2K16, their first try kind of fell flat on its face, but they went with it. I think the sports um, the sports brand or the sports uh, game brand that really picked up and ran with it really, really well right off the bat was FIFA. Uh, in FIFA 17, uh, you had the tale of Alex Hunter. Pretty much, you play as this kid named Alex Hunter. Uh, he's the grandson of a famous uh, English footballer named Jim Hunter. Totally fictional. Guy doesn't exist. Uh, it's purely for the story. And it's, it's an amazing story. I actually, you play the season. There's lots of interactions. Again, a lot of the interactions that you have don't really affect much, but it was an amazing story. The story was amazing. I kind of felt okay, I'm not just playing soccer here. I'm playing soccer. I'm kind of like living Alex Hunter's life. I picked up FIFA 18. I haven't played it yet. Um, but basically, it's going to kind of be year two of the Alex Hunter story. You became this phenomenal breakout English football star. The world is your oyster. Tons of customization, uh, tons of choices that sort of influence which way your character goes. Role play elements galore, and I love it.
So I think uh, that's going to kind of wrap it up for me. Uh, I hope you really kind of got the grasp of my love of sports games and the role-playing elements that a lot of them are starting to throw in there to really help you customize a my player character. Um, I know people play sports games for different reasons. Like I love playing the NBA 2K series. I only play it for the my player. Uh, I don't do the my GM. I don't do the my team. I don't do a lot of online play. I don't like doing a lot of on, online play uh, in general. Games like Battlefront, Battlefield, completely different. But you know, I don't like to you know go online and, and do a lot of things like that. I pick up NBA 2K solely for the my player experience. Uh, when the end of the NBA season comes up, I start looking it up. Uh, okay, what's 2K going to be doing for the next year? What's NBA 2K19 going to be looking like? What's the My Player going to be looking like? Um, Like I said, NBA 2K18, the My Player experience is called Run the Hood. you got to pick it up to see because it's just a totally immersive experience inside this neighborhood that you play in. Uh, There's so many interactions that you could have. Again, more, more, more choices now sort of affect your character development. And I think they should continue to build off of that. You know, I heard FIFA did a great job with uh, FIFA 18 with the tale of Alex Hunter. And I'm really looking forward to playing that one too. I know WWE 2K18, the same thing the my player just continues to expand. So yeah, you love sports video games. You kind of wish there was more role playing in them. There is. You know, you love role-playing type games. Eh, Maybe you like sports. Give them a try. You know, pick up, I would say, pick up NBA 2K17. You could probably get it real cheap now. Uh, Give it a try. See what it's like. Do the My Player. And just know that each year it gets a little bit better. All righty. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for entering the nerd zone. Um, I'm looking to do a couple more podcasts this week, I hope. Still waiting to get on iTunes. Hello, Anchor. Get me on iTunes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I kind of teased it out of my last podcast. Yeah, Collision of Nerd Versus. Uh, either I'm going to call into or a nerd-type podcast will call into me. We're going to have – excuse me, that was rude. We're going to have a bit of a debate about a very hot-button, hot-topic issue. Not hot-topic, the store. I will not talk about hot-topic, the store. But uh, stay tuned for that. Nerd worlds will collide. So thanks again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Uh, Love the applause you guys give me. Please call into the show. Give me feedback. Let me know. Am I doing a great job? Should I cut the impressions? I have a feeling you guys are going to tell me to cut the impressions. I won't cut the impressions. Um, Suggest topics for me. You know, I have a couple ideas of some some upcoming podcasts that I want to do, but if there's something nerdy that you want me to do, I'll do it. And like I said, for me, anything that's nerdy is something that you really can't talk about out in public. You know, comic books, uh, animated movies. Uh, I did a wrestling podcast. I did one about Ric Flair. That's nerdy. Wrestling is nerdy. You can't just walk around talking about wrestling. People are going to be like, nerd. Um Pretty much any any topic where if you talked about it in public and people went, nerd, I will talk about it if it's in my wheelhouse. Honestly, if it's in my wheelhouse, I will. Uh, if you would like me, if you would like to call in or me to call you, like if there's another podcast out there, uh, 
So, you know, we can kind of debate a topic, something like that. Pitch me an idea. We'll see where it goes. All right. This is Jay signing off. I am now exiting the nerd zone. Later.